The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello, you guys, and welcome to another episode of A Better You. It has been a minute since the last episode, but welcome back. I am happy you're here, and I am so happy to be accompanying accompanying you on wherever you're listening to this. Maybe this is a drive. Maybe you're having your hot girl walk. Maybe you're having breakfast. Maybe you're having dinner. Whenever you are listening to this, hello. How are you doing? Two weeks ago, I took a week break because it was Christmas, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to upload a podcast because I'm going to be with my family and the next week I'll start with January episodes. I'll get into it. Then the next week my computer actually broke and I was down bad. I could not record. Anyways, it's been like that for like a week and a half. So here I am a little bit later dropping today's episode, but I'm so happy to be talking to you guys. I've missed you. I've missed talking to you. I've missed yapping away. That's all I can say. The day that I filmed this, it is a very sunny day in Vancouver, BC here. It is such nice weather right now, other than the fact that it's negative degrees right now. It's actually negative 12 and I have not endured temperatures like that since who knows when. I am freezing and I have not left my apartment nor have I even opened the door for longer than two minutes because it is chilly outside. Everything is frozen and I don't think Vancouver is used to temperatures like these so I don't even see that many cars on the road and honestly I'm scared to even drive my car because I am not trying to like slide off the freaking road and hit somebody. That's just that's just not in my 2024 bingo card yet. But guys it is 2024. I have not talked to you guys since last year. <laughs> 2024 has been treating me quite well so far. The first week, I was still on a high of the Christmas vibes, the New Year's vibe. Loki, I was sleeping at 4 a.m. for like five days in a row. My sleep schedule was horrific. But for the past week, I have been doing a lot of glowing up. I just uploaded a new video on my YouTube channel, which was like an extreme 2024 glow up. So I feel all cute in that sense. I also have been filming a 2024 apartment clean out. So I've been cleaning a lot for the past few days, which has obviously felt great. I needed that all my cabinets needed to be sorted through so that's been great and then the past few days I've really worked on maintaining a better sleep schedule I've been more into the night routines and actually doing my skincare reading before bed listening to music making tea rather than crawling into bed at 4 a.m so as of right now i'm honestly feeling great i'm excited for the rest of january and i'm excited for the year to come i'm feeling super busy super hopeful and i hope you are too just wanted to remind you guys that if two weeks into january you feel like you've already given up on your new year's resolutions or you don't feel very put together or you feel like you've already messed some things up guys no pressure. There's always so much talk and buzz around the new year on making resolutions, on making vision boards, and although I personally find those tactics to be extremely helpful and they genuinely make me not only so much happier, but I feel like they really help my mental health. If doing all that kind of stressed you out, overwhelmed you, that is okay. It can be a very overwhelming time. Just forgive yourself for that and know that we're only like two weeks in, so you have plenty of time to change it around and pretend like New Year's is literally next week, you know what I mean? You can always pivot and just be because the new year's passed it does not mean it is just time to forget about everything and all the intentions that we set at the beginning of the year 
I also uploaded a video on my YouTube channel called how to make a life binder and that is basically a binder that's kind of like a vision board but it's like the most extra version of that so if you're a creative extra and have a lot of person that has a lot of time on their hands definitely watch that video you'll get some inspiration and you'll hear about the goals that I'm having for 2024 which I feel like is really fun honestly I did get a few comments of people saying that they wanted me to make a podcast episode on my goals for 2024 but since I did that on the YouTube channel I'm gonna leave it there can't be telling you guys the same things on here that I do on my YouTube channel otherwise I would be recycling all this content everywhere so watch it on there if you want to see that but as for today's episode I'm really excited because we're having a little fun conversation this has been a topic that I've seen circulating around the internet so much recently it's definitely a big trend I kind of wish that I did upload this episode within the first week of January because I feel like it was a little bit more fitting but I still think it being my first episode into 2024 it is the perfect topic to touch on and that is my ins and outs for 2024 I've seen a few creators make TikToks of this YouTube videos on this podcast episodes on this I am not claiming to be the owner of this idea I've seen so many people do this but the ideas that I'm actually using as my ins and outs may be different than others I have so many ins and so many outs and basically if me saying that title didn't really make sense to you I'm gonna be going through a list of things that I think are completely in for this year things that I'm gonna be embodying things that I want to be doing maybe energies that I'm embodying and then things that are completely out things that we are leaving in 2023 things that we are not bringing with us forward and just ideologies that we do not want to continue or even have I think I'm gonna go through all the ins and then all the outs after that but I might go through them fairly quickly just because I have a lot of them we'll expand on them and we'll talk about each and every single one of them in depth so I can give you guys some inspiration and just some little bits of advice or you know personal stories that have to do with each bullet point before we get started, let me remind you guys, if you haven't already followed the podcast on Apple or Spotify, make sure you do so so you don't miss another episode. You can turn post notifications off. You're also able to rate the podcast, give it a review. I would highly appreciate it if you did. Those are ways that I can grow my podcast. And if you want to support, those are little ways that you can. And then if you are watching this on the YouTube channel, A Better You by Fernanda, make sure to subscribe, give this video a thumbs up and leave a comment down below. I think you can also comment on Spotify, but whenever you guys comment I get so excited I read everything you guys have to say and makes me really feel like I'm engaged with you guys like y'all are my friends so make sure you do all that and also I have my Instagram a better you by Fernanda I post there weekly and give you guys a lot of inspiration so if you haven't followed that make sure you do so okay let's get into it my first in for 2024 is date nights. This can either be with a friend or with a partner, with whoever you want. This could even be with your mom, honestly, like a little mom and daughter date. I just think spending intentional time with another person, listening to them, checking in with them, and also if they're a good friend or partner or mom, whoever, hopefully they're asking questions about you too, and you can use that time to debrief what's been going on with your life. I think this is the year of being open, with our emotions with our experiences and just connecting with other people long are the days of being lonely and isolating i know it's like such a trend right now and maybe this is like maybe this is the younger generation maybe this is the people well not younger generation but younger than me why am i saying that like i'm ew sorry i'm like why am i acting like i'm a millennial I'm not, but I mean like people in high school, like whenever I see TikToks, it's like people in their room and they're like, oh, when you have no friends or like, I don't want to ever leave my bedroom. And I feel like it's almost romanticized to spend time alone. And while I completely agree with that, spending time alone is so important. Community and connection is also so important. And I think that romanticizing the solitude a little too much, a little too far is also 
not ideal. I think grabbing a partner, grabbing a friend, being intentional about the time that you spend together, using that quality time to either try a new restaurant or build a craft together or go on a walk or do a workout class, any of those things is going to build your bond with that person and make you feel a lot better. I definitely want to be better about doing more date nights with specific friends. I feel like because I have a lot of friend groups, I usually hang out with people in group settings and although that is so much fun, I'm always laughing. It is such a blast it is a little bit harder to get to really be one-on-one with someone and be like so how are you doing so that is something that I want to work on this year and just really water those individual friends and the friends that really matter to me because as people say it's about quality not quantity and you should really be fostering those relationships if they are very meaningful to you going off of that for my girls in their 20s this is the year of having intimate dinner parties it was last year's thing too but i definitely want to make more of an effort to host more dinner parties this year or just themed events at my house like whether that be a galentine's day brunch or an easter brunch or a fourth of july party if you live in the US or a Canada Day barbecue you guys can do like sushi night or Indian night like tell me why I'm obsessed with butter chicken like I would happily do that with my friends or even paint and sip nights. You guys can make cheese boards, get little canvases, paint, listen to music. You can even put a bunch of different candelabras up, make it very like Lana Del Rey aesthetic. Like there's so many ways you can make this so fun and cute. And the people that make hosting like hobbies, honestly, I'm jealous of them because hosting actually takes so much effort from the before to the after, the getting all the ingredients, the preparing the table spread. You can even make like little handmade menus, which I think is super cute to like decorating the table. And then of course the cleanup process like it takes a long time and if you set intentional time to do this once a month or once every two weeks I think it's so special for your friends and again it builds that bond with other people also I think it is just such a flex if you are able to cook for like a big group of people and just be able to host I feel like that is giving major major mom energy major wife energy major adulting energy like even though I am adulting it is still difficult for me to do this so when I'm able to host and host a big group of people efficiently and and well, I'm gonna feel like I finally made it. I definitely wanna do something like this for Valentine's Day. And I feel like that's gonna be super fun in itself. I definitely wanna make a Valentine's Day themed episode, a little girl talk. If you guys have any specific podcast episodes, please give me recommendations. My personal third in for 2024 is responding to texts right away. I have a terrible habit of avoiding anything that I don't wanna do really. And whenever I get a text that like, I just don't have the mental capacity to respond to, I just put it to the side and instead of even texting them like hey sorry I just can't answer this right now I'm gonna answer ASAP or setting a reminder on my phone like oh I'm gonna text you back after I will just literally not text them back and then I'll realize three weeks later like oh my god I never texted them and then I'm like frantically like oh my god I'm so sorry like uh." and it's it's so embarrassing every time I feel like even though it's not intentional it definitely isn't giving the best vibe for me that I want to portray to other people so for me a big in this year is getting better at responding to texts That may go for emails as well and I think some techniques if you struggle with this too is just if you open the message there's a way that you can go out and press unread so that way the notification is still there and you don't completely forget about it and also writing down answering certain people in your reminders or in your calendar or on your to-do list it may seem like such a simple task that you're able to remember but a lot of the times they're so small that we seem to forget so that is a big thing for me I even have to remind myself that sometimes sending voice memos is good enough like 
just sending a little voice note is a lot better and easier for yourself than not replying. The next in is traditions. I want to be a girly pop that does traditions and makes traditions and maintains traditions. Okay, some traditions that you guys can create for 2024 are to go camping. I feel like that's something I really want to do. I think a tradition for me and my friends would be to do a Friendsgiving and also to do cabins in the summer. I think that is super fun. And last year I actually went to Costa Rica for the first time and I think we might be going again this year with my friends. So maybe that's becoming a tradition as well. Other tradition ideas that I have here are to do movie nights or evening walks or family dinners. You can start birthday traditions this year as well. I feel like a tradition for me on my birthday is to film it. Not that that's like super crazy or anything, but I've been filming birthday videos since I was 19 and next year I'll be 23. So that's going to be super fun to look back on. Some other traditions that you can do is for February, send out candy grams or just do any Valentine's Day activities. Easter egg hunts in April. You could do like a Mother's Day breakfast in bed or just Mother's Day traditions in general. I guess a tradition for me would be in the summer or in the fall, we always go to either the berry patch or pumpkin patch. If you love hosting, I feel like throwing certain parties is always super fun and you can make it like an annual thing to always do an end of summer party. Obviously we know for Christmas and like the holidays, there are just so many traditions that go into that but I think if you are especially in your 20s and have just moved out for the first time on your own I think putting intention on traditions is really fun for you to do as you're growing up and also it creates nostalgia in itself I feel like the more that you do something you just long for doing it again it'll remind you of your childhood or it can remind you of your early 20s I definitely want to make more traditions this year because ever since I've moved out I'm like a lot of the things that I used to do at home I just haven't done recently my next in is being in my feminine energy now I really want to make a podcast episode on this and when I made my episode in the summer about going from girlhood to womanhood I said that I would really want to make an episode on feminine energy but obviously I didn't feel like I had fully evolved to my womanhood yet so it didn't feel right to make that episode yet so for that reason I think this year I really want to focus on that by this I mean just being softer letting go not being so controlling about certain outcomes or certain things in my life indulging in more self-care being even softer spoken or just more gentle with my movements a little bit more intentional I think also accepting help and asking for help are like huge feminine traits and also just being more creative and expressive I think doing different forms of art is like the best way to tap into your feminine energy so I definitely want to do more painting and drawing this year as I said earlier those paint and sip hangouts I definitely want to do that with my friends or even joining like pottery which I have said so many times that I have wanted to start that but guys one thing at a time next week I have my second ballet class so at least we have that going and also on that topic ballet and just that whole aesthetic the coquette aesthetic I just feel like it's super it's almost hyper feminine honestly just wearing all that pink and kind of a little bit of nostalgia is in there reminding you of your like girlhood so I've been absolutely loving that wearing all the pink colors doing the florals having the floral bed sheets just all those things that make me feel feminine I'm into it my next in which is a very basic one maybe this is like totally an in for you as always but going to the movie theater I used to go to the movie theater with my family all the time when I was younger. I have a lot of memories of going with my dad and my brother, but somewhere along the way, I feel like more when I was like a little bit before the pandemic, a little bit after, like just in my teen years, I kind of like started to hate going to the movie theater. Like I was like, why would I want to hang out with someone just to go sit in a dark room and not talk to them? Like when I want to hang out with people, it's usually because I want to hang out with them. And so there were so many movies that I did not watch in that time. I also think that probably was because my attention span was fried and I just like didn't want to sit down and watch a movie. It was something that I hated. But as of recently, I've been so into going and just like 
being updated on pop culture like I swear there's so many actors and movies that I haven't watched just because I didn't feel like being a part of the conversation and recently I've just been going a lot more and it's been so fun and I have a lot more respect for the actors and like the craft of acting so that is definitely something that I want to continue doing more this year and of course I feel like everyone in their 20s especially right now if you guys are around my age everyone's going through this like sober curious movement or just like trying to do more uh things that don't involve drinking on the weekend if you are feeling that or like a lot of your friends are doing that I think that coming up with these fun activities that you can do on the weekend that don't involve drinking are great and just incorporating that more into your weeks which again there is nothing wrong I think with drinking here and there or going out on the weekend I love dancing I love going out but I do think that doing some of these other sober activities are very fun so I definitely want to go to the movies more on the weekends the last movie that I saw was Saltburn and guys I just want to hear what your opinion is on that movie I honestly loved it I want to rewatch it obviously you know there's so much there's so much buzz around certain scenes that happen in the movie which yes were a little bit overwhelming I wasn't even that shocked because I had seen so many of the teasers and like spoilers on TikTok especially because I watched it like a month and a half late but I absolutely loved it I think the director just made so many correct decisions like even in the lighting they use the videography the direction the colors the outfits they were wearing like just everything felt so intentional which I absolutely loved recently the Mean Girls movie just came out so I really want to watch that and I also want to watch Wonka with Timothy Chalamet my next in is YouTube but when I say YouTube I mean keeping up with my favorite creators and watching long-form content rather than doom scrolling short-form content guys this is a huge one for me I used to be so attached to my favorite youtubers because I would watch their vlogs every single week as I've gotten older, I feel like I have just been, as everybody, indulging in the short form content, mindlessly scrolling and just like following anyone and everyone. And I kind of miss having that parasocial relationship with certain YouTubers. I definitely think that since I started doing YouTube, I have liked to not watch other people's videos so that I don't copy them subconsciously or even intentionally. And also whenever I watch someone's YouTube video, I just get stressed out and I'm like, what am I doing? I should just be filming my own video. Like I cannot watch this right now. I am wasting my time as I go to TikTok and continuously waste like four more hours. So I don't know what is the psychology with that, but I definitely want to get more into watching my favorite youtubers and making it like a habit to keep up with them i know that sounds kind of stupid but i really think that if you pick certain youtubers that really inspire you or give you good advice or you like the way they live their life or you like the habits they have or maybe you're obsessed with their fitness or their cooking or whatever it is keeping up with them is just so fun it feels like a friend and it feels more intimate and special than just scrolling on tiktok i also think that it may heal your attention span i definitely have the bad habit of having a short attention span because of tiktok so watching those videos as i do my makeup or as i'm doing mindless tasks i think is going to be really fun and i guess that goes for podcasts as well i want to get more into listening to podcasts when i'm doing walks and on that note I also want to be doing walks more. I went on a walk the other day and it was actually so nice just getting that fresh air and seeing nature. I don't know why I hate walking, but I think it's because... Actually, I don't hate walking. There's just other forms of exercise that I prefer, but I do want to be more in my walking era. My next in is double cleansing. I hope you guys do this, but if you don't know what double cleansing is, it is when you wash your face first with a cleansing balm. It's usually like an oil-based balm and it melts away all the makeup on your face so that your pores do not get clogged. I recently had an acne phase. I feel like I'm just getting out of it now. And just to give you some tips on that subject since we're on it, I think one of the things that was causing me to break out even further or have a lot of redness was using retinol and salicylic acid at the same time found out you're not supposed to be doing that 
good to know. Also, of course, the eating habits that I had and the fact that I wasn't getting enough sleep. Also, the fact that I was sleeping aggressively on my face and smushing my face into my pillows. I have made the conscious decision to not do that anymore and also wash my sheets as often as I can and drinking more water. But anyways, besides the point, after you're done the, the cleansing and it melts away all that makeup and debris and grime on your face, then you use a regular cleanser to wash your face and doing that double cleansing with products that won't actually strip the natural oils from your face will leave your face so clear, so clean. It'll make the products that you apply over top really sink into your skin and your skin will actually absorb it rather than it just causing further clogged pores and then resulting into acne. So if you haven't invested in your double cleansing routine, make sure you get on that for 2024. We want clear glowing skin this year. My next in is a signature scent. I always talk about this. This is so fun. It is so, I feel like feminine to have a signature scent and just walk through a crowd and people be like, oh, she smells amazing. That is what we want. To give you guys some recommendations on some perfumes that I've recently been wearing that I've been getting a lot of compliments on, it is the Paradox by Prada perfume. I love the Yulong by Giorgio Armani. I also love Libra by YSL. And then there's a perfume that is a little bit less known, I think, but it's still pretty popular. It's called La Vie is Belle. La Vie is Belle by Lancome. There are so many perfumes. If you have the patience or knowledge to get into that niche perfume community, definitely get on that and get a perfume that you've never heard anyone have, but that smells amazing so that you can have a super, super, super signature perfume. My next in is one that I actually saw on TikTok. So this one I'm not taking credit for, but it's something that obviously I agree with, which is why I'm bringing it up. But the girl had had in quotations, do I like who I am around him? I feel like I don't really give dating tips and that is because I have a boyfriend and I've been in a relationship for like five years. So I really feel like I, I'm not qualified to be giving dating tips. But I feel like this goes for like any friend in general is just asking yourself that question more often. That is a big in for 2024. Instead of wondering if they like you, seeking external validation, whether that be from a friend or from a boy or from a girl, like someone that you like, instead of changing yourself to fit the mold that you think they're gonna like or just trying to be liked by other people really thinking do I like them as a person do they make me feel better and also how do I act around them do I feel like I'm a happy version of myself one that is the best version of me one that is actively trying to improve or when I'm around them do I just feel insecure do I feel put down do I feel not good enough just really sitting with that thought and being honest with yourself so you can either figure out if that person is meant for you if they give you good energy or if they are energy vampires or just giving you bad vibes we do not need that in 2024 and if you do not even like the person you are around them in the sense that maybe they're a bad influence or they're influencing you to do things that you shouldn't be doing that you know you don't like or even not accepting of your boundaries then note to self that is probably not someone you want to keep spending time with the next in is accepting compliments we're obviously staying humble we are humble queens out here but when someone compliments you don't just say no 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 no, and like brush it off believe them full-heartedly and say thank you so much for that that is so sweet i so appreciate it you know being really appreciative of other people's compliments because you know they feel good the other person wants you to accept it that's why they're giving it to you and not accepting it it's just not doing you any favors you know and also 
accepting a compliment doesn't make you any less humble you know you're just accepting what the other person told you and believing it i feel like that is also very in your feminine energy to both give compliments and accept them as well the next in for 2024 is embracing the cringe this should be an in for every single year but being okay with putting yourself out there being okay with being your full self even if that means you may be cringe sometimes putting in the work putting yourself out there embarrassing yourself if you have to and knowing that the reason for why you're doing these things maybe for a cause down the road that is only in your knowledge when I say that I'm thinking about the scenarios where people want to do social media for example and they feel so cringy they're like oh my god people are gonna see this you have to not listen to those people and realize that you're doing this for a higher purpose you are not doing this for that girl in your high school class that is watching your stories seven years later like literally nobody cares what you're doing that deeply and if they do that is embarrassing for them actually I think I saw a quote or something that said that the most courageous thing that you can do in a society that tells you it is not okay to be yourself is to just embrace yourself and like yourself and be yourself and I think that is so cute so, so more of being yourself this year letting your personality shine and leading with that if you have a great personality there's no reason why you should be hiding it and personality and charisma is it's what makes the world go round you know people want to be around those types of people so don't feel that you need to suffocate that or put that down or hide that part of yourself because you also don't want to lose it honestly side note but considering that my job is social media and a, and my youtube has a lot to do with my personality and that's why people subscribe in the first place i have a big fear of losing my personality which i don't even know what that means but in my head i feel like that means being less of me or letting insecurities or comments or judgment put me down and kind of water myself that is my biggest nightmare because i think to myself i'm like if i got to this place with my personality i cannot let people change me i cannot let people that i don't like change me and i cannot let criticism get to me because without me being this cringy version of myself I wouldn't be where I am today so if that gives you any sort of inspiration or motivation to just fully be yourself enjoy that person and flaunt it let it be that my next in for 2024 is overdressing just because I really want to make the conscious effort to dress up every single day regardless of if I have something to do just for myself to feel good to actually get use out of my clothes and actually create memories in them I heard someone on TikTok explain this and it made so much sense to me but something she was saying was that now with the trend cycles happening so quickly we're so used to getting new pieces or only wearing them once and we have no sentimental value attached to these pieces so we wear them once get rid of them and the cycle of fast fashion continues whereas you invest in good quality pieces and i know that may not be accessible for everybody but if you have the option to and you invest in high quality pieces that you wear over time you'll actually create memories with them and then not want to get rid of them because they hold so much meaning and value to you that you will not be shopping for clothes or the trends as quickly as if you just get one wear out of them also it is kind of cute when items do have sentimental value to you as well as actually getting use out of the clothes that you buy especially if you do indulge in trends not just wearing them because someone told you to wear it but purchasing it because you actually like it and if you do like it then wear it out it's okay to outfit repeat and sometimes outfit repeating just means that the outfit was that good you know it could not go to waste i definitely want to make an effort to even overdress for simple things like going to a coffee shop and i feel like that in itself just helps me romanticize the situation and also dressing up even to go to the gym i feel like i'm so used to just like throwing on a random pair of sweatpants a random hoodie my nike sports bra that i got so long ago but i remember when i started going to the gym and this was actually actually i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a little side story here if Bella is listening to this by any chance I'm talking about you girl but one of my friends that I met this year 
or in 2023 her name was bella you might know her on tiktok i think her tiktok is bell procida she moved from australia to vancouver and she gave me a lot of inspiration and even in the way that i would want to present myself i feel like there are some cities for example new york or maybe australia is like this where fashion is a huge thing and whenever you step out you're in an outfit you know i feel like vancouver doesn't put that same importance on fashion that other countries or other cities would and so a lot of the people that are walking around are not in their fanciest outfits a lot of people are actually just wearing like athleisure they're wearing their workout stuff since that's such like a huge common thing here because of that i would like save all my nice outfits for when i go to like new york or la or something and then in vancouver i really could care less but when i started hanging out with her obviously she had that custom is that the word a custom because she was from australia so when i would hang out with her she'd be so dressed up ready for a photo opt anywhere we went and it kind of made me be like, hey, Fernanda, if you're hanging out with Belle, you got to get your shit together. You got to get ready and like wear a nice outfit because more likely than not, you will end up doing a photo op, taking photos, like, you know, doing something fun. And I don't want to be caught where she's wearing like a great outfit. She's so put together and I'm wearing like my random athleisure. Um, so she did inspire me to overdress no matter where she was going. She would always have like her staple jewelry. All her clothes was so clean and tidy and neat. And she did invest in a lot of high quality pieces and like only shopping in places where the clothes would actually last her for a while or even investing in nicer items such as like designer bags which again not accessible for everyone but it was something to strive for when I was looking at her style and I just really admired her for that and also I think even when we'd be going to the gym her gym outfits were so cute like she was always wearing matching sets and like her staple jewelry would still be on I would show up in like my random sweatpants my random hoodie I like rolled out of bed and I felt embarrassed again not that you need to feel embarrassed and obviously comfort over uncomfortable style sometimes but I do think that it's a flex to be able to look so put together and dressed for the occasion no matter where you are and again being overdressed sometimes is better than being underdressed so that is one of my goals for 2024 my next in is going out sober like I was saying earlier I feel like it's a huge trend nowadays to be sober and I feel like it was always a, a thing you know it's not like it's a trend like some people just straight up don't drink but especially now I feel like the wellness girlies and like with the rise of the self-care girly and also just like I feel like Gen Z seeing the downfalls and the negative side effects that alcohol can cause everyone's being sober and I've realized that a lot of people I mean this doesn't count for the homebodies but a lot of people it's like they have to be drinking if they're going to the club or going to the bar they don't want to go sober I just feel like being sober and going to the club are not mutually exclusive is that what the word is anyways my point of that is like I love dancing I love being in loud environments I love going out with my friends I love doing my makeup I love the whole process of going out I don't want it to be one of those things that if I'm not drinking it's like oh well I might as well just stay home like I still want to make the effort to go out do all those things that I like and just like you know not drink or maybe you drink one if you want to and I feel like that also goes out for my friends that if they're not drinking sometimes they're like oh I might as well stay home and I hope that those people will still go out and still have a good time and just like not drink if they don't want to then you still get your socializing in and you're getting ready and you get to like step out on the town and not feel like you are just strapped down to your house just because you're not drinking and also it might give you an incentive to drink less because you know that you don't need it to have fun or be social 
Okay, the next ins, I'm gonna go through them really quickly just because they're all fashion trends that I'm currently really loving. But the first one is leopard and cheetah print. I just love this right now. In December, I got a long cheetah skirt and it just caught my eye. I really liked it. And then all of a sudden, ever since January started, I've been seeing so much cheetah and leopard that like, I think people are really trying to make it a big trend for 2024. And also, I don't know if you guys saw this on TikTok, but there is a huge trend going on right now called the mob wife aesthetic. Now, this is getting a little bit of hate it's kind of controversial because people are like, oh my God, stop with the aesthetics, stop with the niche groups. Like for example, Coastal Granddaughter, Eclectic Grandpa, Coquette Aesthetic, Rockstar Girlfriend Aesthetic. Yeah, I agree. It's a lot. I think it's like a thing where people like want to feel included into something and like subcategorize themselves. It is a weird phenomenon. Is that the word? I don't know. It's a weird thing going on right now. I do think it's fun to just kind of, it's almost like you're acting, like you're just like playing a role. And it's like whenever you embody a certain aesthetic or a certain energy, Energy. It's fun to do it. It's like playing dress up. I feel like as long as you're not harming anyone It's not a big deal I do think if you're changing your aesthetic ditching your whole wardrobe to buy a new whole wardrobe to match an aesthetic I think that's a little crazy But if you're using the clothes you already have within your closet and just channeling a vibe I don't think there's anything wrong with it But the mob wife aesthetic is supposed to be like dirty martinis fur coats black glasses maybe black tights very dark feminine energy. Anyways, the cheetah, I guess, goes with it. So cheetah leopard, I think it's in. Another in, we already know, bows. Bows almost might be getting a little bit out. I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, I did my pink Pilates princess video on YouTube last year in January, so it's been going on for a while. I made my coquette room tour in like September, and then I feel like the bow trend was like extremely mainstream. Like almost every single TikTok I scrolled on was about bows, was in like November and December. And so now every Everybody's on the bow trend and again it was long before me so I think in a way it's kind of timeless like I think bows will never go out of style but maybe we've reached its peak another another fashion trend that I think is in is tailored vests and pants I just love the vibe of a little tailored suit tailored anything in general like very form-fitting pieces my next in is handwritten notes and cards one of my best friends Myela she is such a good artiste and every time it's someone's birthday she paints them a card and it is so meaningful I have like every single one of her cards she even painted me little photos and put them in frames for my birthday. It is just so sentimental to me. Like that almost means more than like a material item. And speaking of gifted items, I got a crocheted bag and little stuffy for my mom for Christmas. And that is something that's obviously like handmade. It wasn't expensive at all. And that probably meant more to me than like any of the presents that I got. So handmade things are in this year. I have three more. I don't want to explain them too heavily because we are running out of time. But my first one was posting over overthinking. I think that makes sense. Post it if you want to. Stop overthinking it. So many people have made a career out of just posting their authentic, genuine thoughts and expression. So do that. Second to last one is friends that align. Pick friends that have same values and morals and just vibe as you. Those are the people that are really going to help you out. And as they say, you are the sum of the people that you hang out with. And the last one is girl blogging and magazines. I personally love magazines. I have a lot. And I think the girl blogging idea, like on Pinterest, there's so many like girl blogs. I don't know why people put the word girl in front of it, but like, it's just so cute and dainty and a fun hobby. And I just, you know, long live magazines. We don't want to get rid of those. So purchasing magazines could be really cute and a fun hobby. We are done with the ins. That took me so long to get through them, but let's go on to the outs for 2024. These are things that we do not want this year. Things that we are not welcoming. Things that should be left in the past. Okay. 
Starting with number one, over drinking. I know I'm talking a lot about drinking in this episode, but again, I just feel like it's such a topic. It's such a hot topic right now, but obviously over drinking, she's out. We've all seen how bad alcohol is for you. We're trying to age gracefully and live a long life. One that is fulfilling and fun. The second out for 2024 is staying sedentary. This is a big like underline in bold statement for me because I'm a big sitter. I'm a big sedentary gal, okay? There's some days when I am just editing or filming or just doing something at home and I actually think I'm getting like 700 steps a day and that is so bad for you. Like it actually slowly kills you. You get years shaved off of your life. So the third one is having too much caffeine. As I sip on my Celsius that is currently beside me, give you a little bit of ASMR. I need to stop drinking so much caffeine. It is so bad for you and like disrupts your sleep schedule and just your sleeping patterns. So I really want to wean off of it. I remember in the summer, there was like a month that I didn't have caffeine really, or maybe like three weeks because I was in Costa Rica. And I think I just wasn't having iced coffee because like there was no cafes around me. For the first few days or for the first like week, I was still obviously very tired because I was heavily dependent on caffeine. But after that, I actually felt more energized than I was even with the caffeine. So like it really just takes getting that dependency off I still do love obviously having caffeine it gives me that extra boost of energy and for people that struggle to get motivated I feel like it can be very helpful to get that head start but at least limiting the amount of caffeine that you have can be really good for you the next one is doom scrolling I'm a big doom scroller okay I love scrolling but this is so bad for you we do not need to do this in 2024 I think I'm also getting to that age where like when you're younger it's like funny not funny but like fun to like scroll for hours but then and it's like at what point are you just an adult and it's like okay why are you still scrolling like you don't need to be on your phone for like 10 hours a day the next one is having bad sleep schedules i want to be a night routine girly i think i've said this multiple times but i'm a big morning routine gal and sometimes that means like i'll literally sleep at 12 or like 2 or like 3 a.m. and then wake up and do my morning routine as if nothing happened. But it's like, why don't I spend that extra time at night to wind down, do the bedtime tea, do the journaling, do the reading. Like I just wanna be better at night routines and just having good quality sleeps. If you're someone that naturally sleeps really early, I'm low-key jealous of you because I'm quite the night owl. The next out is self-explanatory, but it is one-sided relationships. If you are putting so much effort into a relationship that is not reciprocating the same energy, whether this be a romantic partner or a friend, cut them out. We do not need to be wasting our energy on people that do not treat us the same in return. And there's probably so many other people out there that would treat you the way that you want to be treated. The next out is being overly critical of your own appearance and just comparison in general. This is something that I really struggle with. I think the criticizing of your own appearance and probably some of you guys may think that I don't do that, but I think that it's really easy, especially with social media, to get caught up in the way that you look and not necessarily wanting to look like someone else maybe, but wanting to be as perfect as you can be and then nitpicking every single thing that's wrong with you. Like, oh my God, I have a little pimple on my face. I have a freckle on my face. My hair isn't thick enough. My nails aren't strong enough. Like all these little things that only you notice. I feel like that's what I struggle with and I'll just be like, probably talking to my friends like complaining about certain things about myself and I know that it is it's not cool like I know my friends are not thinking like yeah girl keep going keep telling me what you don't like about yourself like it's just, it's just not cute I saw this in a podcast with Emma Chamberlain but she was talking about how when you are overly 
really critical of your own appearance or you complain a lot or you're being insecure the people around you they're not going to want to like you after that like they're not going to want to hear all those things that you have to say about yourself in fact you might just be bringing to light your own insecurities and then they start to pay attention to it which is literally the opposite of what you're probably trying to do and nobody wants to be around someone that complains all the time and is just down on themselves. and so I want to stop doing that in 2024 that's a big bold one for me stop being overly critical my next one is the need for constant stimulation i don't know what this has to do with but i'm constantly looking for stimulation whether that be like washing my hands while playing a tiktok at the same time or me doing any activity while having music playing or like i just love multitasking again maybe that's a symptom of adhd not that i'm trying to self-diagnose myself but like there's just so many traits anyways i want to stop doing that i need to be okay with silence and boring and the mundane and I almost feel like doing meditation would help me get back in touch with that and just being okay with being in silence the next out is chasing outcomes I'm a victim of this I'm sorry I love being in control of situations because I like to control what the outcome is gonna be and I think that if I'm really in control of the situation that I will know exactly what the outcome will be but the truth is that nobody knows what the outcome of any situation will be you excessively controlling it is probably eliminating that dream or that goal or that situation to manifest in itself you know I think that's where the law of detachment and the law of attraction comes in and it's one of those things where like you just have to let the situation be and trust that the universe God whoever you believe in is doing their best to make the situation happen the way it's meant to happen and you excessively and obsessively trying to control it is literally causing nobody any good it's just giving you probably anxiety probably stress at the end of the day you can't control it so just take it how it comes and learn to deal with the punches that get rolled towards you the next out is skipping SPF Guys, if you skip SPF in 2024, I'm confused for you. I'm confused because I think we've been instilled already that SPF is like what you need not only to protect yourself from skin cancer or skin diseases or extra freckles that are not good for you, but wrinkles. Like there are so many reasons why SPF is important. And maybe when I was 12, not that I really needed it so badly, but like maybe back in the day, nobody really hyped it up as much as they do now. But in this day and age, when everybody is obsessed with the clean girl aesthetic and anti-aging and skincare if you're not using it I'm confused there is also a debate online that like vitamin d is so good for you and you shouldn't be using SPF and I guess that's where you have to do your own research and find an SPF that has the ingredients and qualities that you want in it even if you say you don't burn I used to have that mentality and I was like I literally don't burn I don't need sunscreen but it's like girl even if you don't burn there is damage that could be happening that you don't even realize you'll regret it when you're older the next out is plastic water bottles that's another one that I just don't understand if, if you're an avid plastic water bottle user like the people that go to like Costco or Walmart and buy water bottles in bulk in 2024 I'm confused by you plastic water bottles are so bad for the environment it's unnecessary please buy a water filter start filtering your own water I literally just purchased one and I live in Canada which has like some of the clearest water or like healthiest water ever please invest in a cute water bottle I feel like water bottles are so trending right now so it's it's right on brand with why you shouldn't be doing the plastic bottle thing another out is trying to be liked by everybody that was a thing of the past you do not need to change yourself for anybody you do not need to shrink yourself or act more like somebody that you're not to be liked by someone else or to be accepted by someone else only accept people in your life that you actually like and you think add value to you if any part of you needs to change who you are they just ain't the one the next out is having a messy car one thing I do love about my 2008 Volkswagen Beetle is that it's kind of old it's kind of a little bit trashy and I'll just like kind of trash it because I'm like ah, whatever but like again not a cute look for me I'll like get in my car 
car after like randomly eating in it from like the week before and I'm like why does it smell like McDonald's and expired chicken in here like it's it's just not cute no clean girl aesthetic would it go in her car and have leftover Starbucks from the week before unfortunately I am an avid messy girl and that I'm trying to fix out with the messy in with the new taking care of our things and being in a good high vibrational environment that's the goal the next out is heat damage I don't know why when I was younger I accepted having damaged hair I didn't even care I was like as long as it's long that's what I'm trying to go for and I realized looking back girl your hair looks bad in every photo your hair is fried it's thin it has split ends everywhere it's not a cute look sorry to keep bringing up all these trends and aesthetics but it's just so prominent in my mind for examples and I'm thinking about the whole old money aesthetic right now and every person that is depicted in this style has thick luscious long beautiful hair it is not fried at the end and let me tell you it looks way better than the fried hair so try your best this year to start using products that heal your hair prevent your hair from getting damaged keep your hair healthy and you know avoid all that breakage to give you a recommendation the k18 hair mask i always talk about it but that has healed my hair the next out for 2024 is not finishing books i can't tell you the amount of books that i have i think i might have mentioned this in a podcast before but i heard someone say that there are two different hobbies you could have one is reading books and two is buying and collecting books and low-key i might be on the second one like why do i have so many books that i haven't finished it's just not the vibe it's gonna be so much better for you even to be able to discuss the book after and if someone asks you what you rate it you can actually give it a proper rating and lastly i'm gonna go through the last few very quickly we have immediate gratification we know that is so harmful for you everything that is actually worth it in life takes time it takes effort and it doesn't come overnight so avoiding the need for instant gratification the next one is TikTok before bed that kind of goes hand in hand with the embracing night routine thing I need to stop scrolling before bed it always makes my mind overly active and it's so hard for me to fall asleep the next one is FOMO not that that's a new one but we need to stop being jealous of places we are not at if you're unaware what FOMO means it means the fear of missing out and I guess in that case if you aren't there it means you weren't meant to be there you know whenever you do yoga or meditation they always say the phrase you are where your feet are so if you are staying in one night instead of going out stop looking and wishing that you were out be where your feet are and embrace where you are if you were meant to be there you would have been there and the last one we have leaving your phone on the table when eating with others oh that is a huge out for me low-key i hate going to like dinner or lunch with anyone and like they're on their phone the whole time or like on their phone like it's just awkward it's not polite it doesn't look good put it on sleep mode And last but not least, overbooking myself. That is so out. That was so last year, okay? I cannot keep doing that to myself. It is stress-inducing, regretting that. And I always end up regretting it because I feel like I'm not able to show up as my best self to the things that truly matter. So yeah, anyways, I've been rambling, rambling, rambling for so long. I know this was an extra long episode, but because there were so many different topics, I feel like I could talk about everything forever. I love you guys so much. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're not mad at me for this stupidly long break that was not planned and uh i will talk to you guys very shortly i love you Mm